Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. And in this corner, weighing in at 198 pounds, the kinetic Kingstonian, the Bronco in Toronto, David Lindley! Hellmouth? Hellmouth. I am so disappointed that you didn't call yourself Diamond Dave. (laughs) (laughs) I am neither a Yukon prospector nor a male stripper or any combination of the two. So why would I call myself that? (laughs) Who's to say? Right. (laughs) I hope everyone thinks that those are your professions now. (laughs) They know I'm a computer man. I mean, that's what you've claimed, right? Yeah. (laughs) Has anyone seen me doing computers? No. (laughs) I bet they haven't, yeah. Oh, boy. All right. So, we're here. Season 4, Episode 3, Harsh Light of Day. Original air date, October 19th, 1999. Ooh, spooky. Ooh, we're near uh, Halloween episode. Wait a minute. Yeah, Halloween episode's actually next. I lied to you yesterday. Oh, thank God. Okay. (laughs) Because you told me yesterday that Beer Bad was next. Yeah, I I was one off. I'm sorry. And then I was just <laughs> struck with the horror that maybe their Halloween episode was beer oh, bad. Oh, no. No. <laughs> You're right. That would be... That would be disgusting. That'd be terrible. Whew, I saw my is... life flash before my eyes. <laughs> it's incorrect. Cool. Yeah, this is good times. So, Halloween episode next time. For this time, we get a fun little episode that, I don't know, I really liked at the end of it. But I also have next to no notes. Interesting. Yeah, I've got about half the number of notes I usually do. I have an insane amount of fashion notes. Mostly about harmony, if I'm being (laughs) honest. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. That checks out. Her wacky early 2000s clothing. But there just, there aren't a lot of zigs or zags in this episode, and not a lot happens. It's very true. It's still really good, though. I super enjoyed it. I just kept trying to think of like things that i wanted to talk about it and i'm like you know just watch this episode (laughs) you'll have a good time yeah and what do you even need to talk about but that's where we come in doing the unnecessary Ooh, that should be our slogan (laughs) so this starts out with the coldest of opens because there's no previously on and i'm like how much of a bottle are we in for like they could have they could have put a previously on in here. Right? And like, well, that's a Netflix choice, right? Mm. And I mean, soon you won't have this problem because mm. Netflix is taking Buffy away from us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dark times, they're coming for us. I thought mm. we were safe in Canada. Yeah. When they took the Buffy away from America, I did nothing because I was not America. Yeah, we laughed to ourselves about how we were the victors this time. Oh, north of the wall, we thought we were okay. <laughs> we were so wrong. So, so wrong. wrong. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, so we're opening at the bronze. The dingoes are playing. Dylan's there. <laughs> Dylan is there. Let's <laughs> wait to talk about his fashion. Okay. Choices, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I. Well, we can wait. We'll just wait a little bit. Willow's making eyes at Oz on the stage and Buffy is avoiding looking directly at Warren who I have deemed that jag. Did you just call him Warren? Yes. That's that's interesting. What's his name? Like Warby or something? Parker. Perkins. I, I see. See, and I'm fine with you calling him whatever you want, but Warren is a different character on this show. Oh, right. Yeah, so that's, that's why I thought really I shouldn't write it down. confusing. <laughs> Yeah, so listeners, I was thinking about this. I was like, I don't know. I've just written a different name for him every time I refer to him. So sorry about that, but I, I kind of find it funny. <laughs> so if I ever talk about someone and it's not Spike, Buffy, Xander, Anya, Willow, Oz, it's probably Warren. Okay, I mean, Perkins. <laughs> sure. I mean, Yorg. No, not Yorg. Uh,. <laughs> oh, I also mentioned Giles, I guess. Yeah. No, I've got some crazy names for this dude stored up, so yeah, watch out for that shit. Anyway, he starts talking to Buffy, and yeah, what a jag, right? 
is going to walk her back to her dorm because it's not safe outside. And Buffy's like, oh, yes, please walk me back there. So my biggest problem with this was that they're not there together. And he's been basically ignoring her the entire night. (laughs) And then when he wants to leave, he's like, oh, Buffy, you're here. Let's go. Uh, Yep, that's problematic. I have a lot of all caps notes this this episode. I'm just going to read you them, you know, occasionally. Sounds good. Do it. Do it up. Ugh, Parker, gross. And then <laughs> Willow goes on this whole this whole thing about how like Buffy's feelings about Parker aren't wrong because they're both adults and right. Buffy is clearly not an adult at all. She's very <laughs> immature. And then after this I wrote go away Parker in all caps. So Yeah. It's weird because I mean, the law has this, like, distinction of you are not an adult, boom, you are now 18, you are now an adult. And, I mean, different things, because 21 in the States to drink or whatever. Uh, But it really does hammer home this episode that 18, you don't just magically grow, like, your adult brain at that point, right? Well, exactly. Towards the end of the episode, too, it's like, oh, it's pretty sad. Ew, it's, it's really sad. And yeah. I mean, like, I understand that, you know, crappy things happen to people and this sort of same crappy thing is happening to Buffy kind of twice in a row, which is very unfortunate for her. But yeah, like, I don't know if 18 is just some weird magic threshold where, like, maybe most people can be considered adults in their maturity mm-hmm. level, but that still feels, uh, uh... <laughs> Still feels pretty young to me. So after the show, the dingoes are packing up their van, and Willow is here to (laughs) just be along. And it brings us into our first segment. Many Bothans died to bring us this coat. Hey, you know what I find hilarious? Bothans. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. Ooh. (laughs) So I'm glad that you have a segment about this, because I took a screenshot of it. Uh Uh-huh. Gonna just go what, check it out now. Just what everyone is wearing. Okay, is so Oz amazing. is wearing his classic like werewolf gear, right? That's his werewolf coat. I have dubbed yeah. it that, and like that's what it is. It makes him look so werewolfy, especially with his hair <laughs> with the, and like yeah. the bit of beard that he's got. Like he screams werewolf, and even Yorg was able to pick up on it when he was here. And it's like. I don't know. Do they just, they haven't really like brought up the fact that he's a werewolf. So maybe they're just like, we'll <laughs> no. visually remind people. Right. Yeah. It's nice and subtle. So then we've got Dylan, who <laughs> you are right to highlight here. So he's wearing what? A bomber jacket or something like a normal ish jacket. It's, it's maybe a little like, look how short the sleeves are. Yeah. The it's sleeves are a bit on the short side. A little tight on him. Like it looks like a woman's <laughs> jacket. If I'm being perfectly honest. Oh yeah. It could be. But the problem here is really that his t-shirt is several sizes too small and is essentially a belly top. Yep. (laughs) And, like, I lost my mind when they showed him in the bronze singing wearing this shirt. Uh, It's really short. I don't think it's okay for you to have this double standard where it's alright for women to have a belly top and not men. But, like... Is it okay for women to have that? I don't know. I, I don't know. It looks ridiculous like on Dylan. It's we amazing. We normally call that out too. So yeah. I'm not I'm not convinced I'm just ragging on Dylan for that one. No, it looks crazy pants. I love it because, <laughs> it, yeah, it's just the midriff that he's showing. <laughs> it is a very small shirt on a larger man than yeah. should be wearing it. But, of course, we go from least ridiculous to most <laughs> as we finally get to Willow. And... where did she procure such a thing i just have so few words to to accurately describe this i was flabbergasted and speechless i couldn't write any sort of descriptors about it when i was watching the episode could i i just felt like i could not capture it (laughs) like it's crazy yes we get that there are flowers on it okay Uh sure i can like i can get there sure it's very long it's very long. It's like the lapels are... They're not lapels anymore when they're out there. Is that a hood that she's got? Because, I mean, they're out to her shoulders. The end of her oh. shoulders. Okay, so, dark coat, right? Dark, yeah. long coat. Let's yeah. start there. It's got flowers on it. Sure. All over the dark parts. The cuffs go up to her elbows. Yep. And they are white sheep wool, like, like sheepskin sort of 
faux thing? It is, I don't yeah, know. It's a very fuzzy white. It looks so hot. Like, it looks so hot. She's sweating under that. But we have to get very comfortable with this material because where the where the front of her coat meets, up both sides, it's lined with another like good six inches of this material. Mm-hmm. And then it goes up to the top and hits this hood slash shoulder pad thing, maybe lapels. Thing. Yeah. And it's just this mass of this white material. And it's the craziest shit I've ever fucking seen. And they're all just walking around like it's normal days. And you just think, Willow, like, you're going to pass out from heat stroke. I've seen crazy shit before. <laughs> Not a single thing like this. It like, robs she, okay. me of my faculties. She had sort of a similar uh, coat to this last yep. season. But, yep. like, it was the baby of this coat. Yeah. Like, this coat is the This is the, is the evolution. mother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it has really adapted. Oh, yeah. And just gone way past. Anyway, Harmony shows up to save Willow from the coat. Oh, Harmony! She's hey. like, hey, Willow, yeah, I haven't been around much since the summer. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm a vampire now. Here, let me save you from your coat. By killing you instead. Sadly, Oz shows up. <laughs> and saves her. I'm uh, condemning her to an yeah. evening in his coat, basically. Condemns. Yeah. Does not save. There is nothing saviorly no. about his behavior here. Because, yeah, he keeps her in that coat. <laughs> like, props to Harmony. Like, she doesn't fuck around, man. She's oh, just like, no. oh, I'm a vampire. And then bites Willow. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. She's wearing a pink tank top. And then red pants and a red long sleeve shirt on top of it. It's real weird. Oh, the best. The <sighs> best. I mean, we know that vampires are attracted to, like, loud clothing, right? How did Willow not think this was going to happen? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think that we can all just be thankful that crosses are once again OP. Oh, thank goodness. Sort right? of. Mm-hmm. Like... When they're being wielded, they're much more effective than when they're just sitting there. I wonder if maybe it has to do with your intention. Mm, I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> crosses are OP. Oz shows up. Willow's not dead. Mm-hmm. Harmony gets away. Blah, blah, blah. We get to go see our favorite couple, Buffy Ooh. and Perkins, just walking along. Yeah, Birkins, as we like to call them. Yeah. Their couple name. Buffy's wearing like a leather pencil skirt. It's so leathery. It's She's very wearing leathery. a lot of leather this episode. <laughs> and she does have a scar on her neck from Angel. Michaela is so vindicated. Holy You're so vindicated God. and you pay such good attention to shit. Holy <laughs> God. I am wondering how long that lasts, though, because it's shown to be like a really serious thing. And this is months later. But surely it's not in the rest of the series. I, I think I may have noticed it last episode as well and just not made a note of it. But, like, yeah, that's that's quite a commitment to be giving her this scar makeup every single day of filming. Because it's like the hobbit foot thing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You have to you have put to the have feet it. on. <laughs> I'm sure we won't see Buffy in anything that doesn't cover her entire neck from, <laughs> you know, now to the end of season seven, though, right? She I mean, just loves those turtlenecks. <laughs> right. Oh, she just starts constantly wearing turtlenecks. That'd be so great. Uh, Jenkins mentions that he's not the brooding type and I'm like wow he must not be Buffy's type either she's really only gone after the brooders up until now just the one main brooder oh and fucking Owen, Owen. Oh. Yeah. the like two guys that she's been interested in right Swimbro I mean... was not someone who interested her and Scott and... Hope had no personality oh, at all oh my god so. I forgot about Scott <laughs> I, I literally I forgot about Scott <laughs> Oh, classic stuff, man. We talked about him last episode, and you forgot he existed again. I was thinking about him during this episode, and then I forgot about him. He's so forgettable. Oh, no. Uh, I got some more all caps notes for you. Oh, go for it. Do you want to hear them? Hey, Buffy, I think he wants you to seize the moment. Oh, wow, Buffy, you get me. No one else ever gets me. I hate everything. (laughs) He is the worst. He's He's the worst. worst. (laughs) Yeah. He's, I mean, laying it on a little thick, maybe. 
And Buffy's just eating it all up. Oh my god, she Ugh. loves it. Poor oh, naive she's Buffy. so taken in by it. I know. In an attempt to... Oh yeah, because... Right. Perkins lost his dad. Oh, apparently. yeah, right. Uh, Last misplaced year. Misplaced him. And that's that's just <laughs> careless. <laughs> that's... That's callous, wow. <laughs> and Buffy's like, yo, I got mad tragedy in my backstory too. I drowned once in the masturbatorium. Oh. And he's like, in the where? <laughs> Every time. I just think, I'll be ready for it next time. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> never. I never oh, will man. be. When she mentioned drowning, I was like, oh, yes. Mm. Oh, this, mm. it nourishes me. Yes. <laughs> and like, I'm just like, do, do, do. Yeah, I guess Buffy did drown. That's not relevant. I won't even write that down. <laughs> anyway, Jarvis asks Buffy out, or she asks him out, rather. Thanks he, to his needling. He coerces her into asking yeah. him out or yeah, something. Yeah, these are leading questions for <gasps> sure. His hair is so Dean, though. Like, he had messier hair last time, and now it's full Dean. So the thing about Dean hair is that it's very flat. And, like, mm. it's flat and very, like, just straight down. This has a lot more, like, volume happening. Right, it goes up before yeah. it goes down. Yeah. yeah. Which I think makes it not technically Dean hair. Oh, dang. I don't know. It's a lot better. Like, the bangs are a lot more Dean-y than they used to be. <laughs> he saw up Riley and he was like, oh, that's how I'll woo her. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just stop talking about him. Uh, so Xander's helping Giles organize his books in Giles' den now, I guess. The new library, right? I mean, they need to put the books somewhere. This is the yep. obvious place. Oh, and then they'll be doing research at Giles' house and they won't mm-hmm. get attacked by vampires. Oh, thank what God. a plan, guys. What a plan. Except then they'll move to the magic box and then keep getting attacked by vampires, probably. Whatever. Anyway, Anya shows up. She just barges into Giles' house and asks to speak to Xander alone. Just stares at Giles when he doesn't leave. He gives zero fucks. Classic Anya. Bluntness to the max. And she just is like, like, this whole episode is just her finding Xander places. It's so good. (laughs) Just showing up at the least convenient moments for him. Right? And and just, like, this one at least makes sense. She, like, asked his mom where he was. And his mom was like, oh, he's hanging out with that man that used to be the librarian at his school. But, like, later she shows up at Buffy's dorm or something. No, that's insane. And, like, are you on board with Xander's mom being okay that Xander is spending all this time with Giles? Yeah. Isn't that really weird? She's charging him rent. He's always around the house. Get him out of the fucking house. His parents are the worst, too. Yeah. I have to remember that. Uh, I'd like to direct you to the Mm. picture titled Anya High School. Anya High School. Do you remember what her hair used to look like? Because it's this. Yeah. Do you remember what her hair looks like in this episode? Way different. Like, so incredibly different. Okay, so... Taller? For the listeners, she has, uh, I'd say, shoulder-length, dark blonde hair. Mm -hmm. Straight hair. uh, When she's in high school with them last season. She's gone away for the summer and come back with much longer... Very dark hair. Very dark hair. That is, I think, like, it's parted in a weird spot, and it it's, it makes her look very different, and I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why they decided to change her so drastically. <laughs> I don't like it very much, but she's no. gonna get better hair soon, so whatever. I think it's a bad wig, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think they just gave her a not very good wig. Yep, I could definitely believe that. Did you notice her weird ass short sweater thing? Short cardigan? Oh, yes. Yeah. The, yeah. It's really I was trying short. to get a better look at it. It's so short. <laughs> it's it's like, like just down to the boobs and then just it passed, ends, right? And then it's just done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, Man, I what? loved it. Like a third the length of a normal. I mean, cardigan is sort of the word I want to use for it. I don't know. I don't know what the, it is. Trying to get a look at it was a bit difficult, but yeah, it was great. Hondo Pretty great. bananas, yeah. So... Anya asks Xander once they have left Giles' house because he's not going to leave his own apartment. As hilarious as that moment. would be. God, just imagine. <laughs> I mean, that's what Anya expects him to do and considers it very rude when he doesn't. <laughs> so Anya's like, listen, 
where's our relationship going? And like, yes! <laughs> she, just, she just straight up is like, what are we doing here? Like, standing Friday date? Is that what is that what we do? <laughs> she uh. is the top living character. She mm. is the top character in my mind just under Jesse. For <laughs> oh characters in the series. Wow. You so are good. 1000% team Anya. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Are you kidding? This entire <laughs> episode is like, hey Dave. You should like this character. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's that's the real purpose of the episode. Pretty much. I don't fucking know. <laughs> the barging in, the constantly showing up weird places, the whole thing with Xander that is her... Like, Just her overall forwardness. Because Xander doesn't want to be dating her. Mm-hmm. And Anya's already of the opinion that Xander is dating her. Mm-hmm. That's that true. That they have a relationship, and just because they didn't see each other for months doesn't change that. It just makes it more frustrating that he hasn't taken the steps that are appropriate. Yeah. It's just I, it's amazing. I wonder if maybe part of that is, like, she's been alive for a thousand years, so, like, mm-hmm. I mean, a couple of months to her is probably, oh, yeah. like, not very long. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah. She can just go off whatever. It's fine. Yeah. So we go back to see more of whatever his name is and uh, Buffy. They nearly kiss, but oh no, Willow shows up to cockblock. She's got a vampire bite on the neck and doesn't want to spill the beans in front of Warby or whatever his name is. I also wrote the word cockblocked, so mm-hmm. good on us. I mean, that's exactly what happens here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Poor, poor Willow's had a neck rupture. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> that's, that's too bad for her. Guess they have to go and get the angry puppy that that bit her and did the rupturing. Stresses that the person who did this has a new boyfriend, and who could it be, Michaela? Who could who possibly could put be? up with vampire harmony, right? Their relationship is so dysfunctional, I love it. It's Spike! It's Spike uh... and he's amazing! He's tunneling into some shit underground. Uh, he's got some British vampire that's done research and used some sort of radar to look at the vault that they're trying to get into. And I'm like, yo, you got yourself a vampire Giles. Like this, this guy knows what's up. He is a hundred percent vampire Giles. And like, I mean, cause yeah, Spike is not the guy who's going to like read books and use radar. Like, let's be very, (laughs) very clear about that. No. And Spike does have a good history of abusing smarter vampires, though. Yeah, for some reason, I guess maybe he's just fearsome. I don't know. He seems to be pretty good at getting vampires to, like, work for him for whatever reason. Well, he knows that he needs smart vampires yeah. because he knows that he's not that smart about these things. So, you know, he just gets them by whatever means are necessary. He's trying to threaten this guy and tell him that, like, he needs to be sure. And then Harmony shows up and... I mean, she just continuously does this, but, like, completely subverts his authority. (laughs) Blondie Bear is just my favorite. Like, (laughs) Talking about going to Paris or something. She wants to go out hunting. She wants this. She wants that. She is just nattering, really. And it's amazing. Constant, just, like, stream of consciousness, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, if you thought Cordelia didn't have a filter, oh, yeah. you ain't seen nothing yet. Spike is just so damn sick of her shit, like, already, yeah. which is good. And yeah, uh, I mean, like, the relationship they have is super toxic. And, oh, yeah. Like, but they're evil vampires without souls. Right? So I'm not condoning it, but I'm just saying that, like, yeah, Spike is not a good person. And the way he's treating Harmony is terrible, but, like, it's in his character. Also, she gets pretty turned on whenever he's mean to her in a certain way. Yeah. And then he gets pretty turned on when she's turned on. And yeah, that's... That's, that's, that's the crux of their relationship. It's going to be a functional vampire relationship, you know? Yeah. And okay, so, Dave, this guy uh-huh. that uh, is chained up to the wall in their lair. Mm-hmm. And Harmony makes a a note of like, oh, I think I had I had a class with him last year. Like, she doesn't want to bite him. He tastes weird. Right. And this guy is known as Asian Joe because he's a recurring extra who was oh no. often in the background of Sunnydale High. Oh no! Asian Joe! Asian Joe 
We hardly knew you. Bought the farm. Apparently, in earshot, Buffy overhears him thinking about become a software jillionaire. <gasps> there no. you go. Asian Joe, we hardly knew you. Oh, pour one out for Asian Joe. Yeah, right? I feel pretty racist continuously calling him <laughs> Asian Joe. Yep. But this is what the wiki says. I didn't make it up. I just want to be really clear about that. It's all good. So we go to the wolf house party? Some some sort of frat party happening yeah, on right, UC that, Sunnydale campus. That uh, Buffy invited Parker to. Right. Yeah. It's got one of those classic beer jugglers, you know. Every party is gotta have one. Just a guy juggling some beer bottles. Biff Naked is playing. What? Biff Naked. Do you know who Biff Naked is? So I thought the the lead singer looked sort of like Satine Phoenix, who is a Dungeons and Dragons dungeon master on the internet. Otherwise, no. Incorrect. Okay, so I did some research on Biff Naked. So it turns out, and like, I didn't know this until today, that Biff Naked is Canadian. So- National treasure! American people probably didn't have like- the reaction that I did when I saw Biff Naked on Buffy. And I'm like, a singer that I actually recognize on Buffy. That's so cool. Yeah, so there are two main songs that you would probably know Biff Naked for. The Lucky song that plays later in the episode was like a fairly popular Biff Naked song. Okay. And then there's also a song called Spaceman, which uh, was like number one on the Canadian, Canadian charts back in the early 2000s, I think. Maybe late 90s. Anyways... Uh, we can maybe put a, uh, 1998, there we go. We can maybe put, like, a link or something to it, but it's the song that's like, Spaceman, oh, Spaceman, come rescue me. Have you ever heard that song in your life? Are you thinking of Rocket Man? <laughs> okay. Burning out my fuse out here alone. So you don't know Biff Naked. That's no. fine. I Sorry. Was, I'm always very excited to see Biff <laughs> Naked, because I'm like, oh, Buffy's so fancy, they have Biff naked. <laughs> I mean, I thought that the party had a very good band for yeah. a college house party. An excellent sound system, especially. But yeah, other than that, I did not recognize them. Sorry. Honestly, I read a lot about Biff naked today, and like her life is so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay. Anyway, also at this party, in addition to Beer Juggler and Famous Band... Spike and Harmony are trying to abduct some dude. No, no, that guy's fine. He just had a slight neck rupture. And (laughs) And he's had too much to drink. It's fine. Okay, I'm sorry. But Parker looks at this guy and is like, oh, somebody's had too much. He's like gray. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, there's blood (laughs) dribbling down his neck. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that guy's definitely like in the bag. Yeah. I really like the scene of Buffy and Spike facing off. And then, I mean, Harmony's there too, trying to get some jabs in. But Trying. You know. Failing. <laughs> but the scene of Buffy and Spike having to have this conversation where, like, they both know, but they don't want to have other people know because it would be inconvenient. Right. And they're trying to figure out where exactly the boundary is because Buffy's not going to let Spike just leave with this dude. And, like, I know I harp on this, or I have already harped on this, but, like... Buffy and Spike just have so much chemistry, okay? <laughs> I am sorry, but they do. Uh, yeah, I love when they have sure. scenes together. Okay, and I really I really need to talk extensively about what Harmony is wearing. Go for it. So, she has a super long side braid. It's amazing. It goes, like, across her face and down, like, the side of her hair, and then the rest of her hair is all straight. Oh, I love it. And oh, then she has, nice. like... A black shirt that has a single strap across her body. Like, it starts on the right and goes over her left shoulder, basically. And then on her arms, she has those, like, weird, like, Faith had when she showed up. Like, the shirt, there's, like, a break. And then there's, like, weird arm things you put on to go with it. And she has a floor-length pink silk skirt on. Yes. The pink silk skirt definitely comes up later as she's trying to flee. (laughs) She over a couch in it oh so good Uh, she successfully goes over a couch in it just not very quickly and it's not super graceful but she i mean she does as well as anyone would have in that skirt makes the best of a bad job yeah she looks great i loved it (laughs) spike and harmony are too scampish to get staked here so they run away just outside Uh, buffy gives chase and has a fun fight scene with 
Spike. Mm-hmm. Uh, good thing there aren't any people immediately outside of this house that <sighs> is having a large party. I mean, we're going to have this exact problem later. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. in a big way. Yeah. But, I mean, it's pretty hand-wavy. Like, they're sort of over by a tree. Maybe it's dark. <laughs> eh. I'm... I'm imagining that this is something we'll really have to live with for this entire season and yeah. probably beyond just like, oh, on this part of the campus, no one's here. Yeah, I mean, Isn't they that good? They don't fight for that long. So, and everyone's drunk. I don't know. Like, maybe that's just the answer always. Everyone's drunk. <laughs> yeah, it is <laughs> it's college. college. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Harmony spilled all the beans. She's so bad at secrets. It's so good. Oh. Uh. <laughs> so- Spike got dumped by Drusilla for a fungus demon. Like, it sounds much grosser than the chaos demon that she dumped him for last time. Yep. Wait, Uh, man, Drew just... Ah, good times. She's great. (laughs) Spike's trying to get the gem of Amara, which is made out to be big bad. Mm -hmm. And that's that's basically all the beans that Harmony has, and she spills them all. Well, because Spike gets pissed and drags her away... Well, Buffy just sort of stares and, like, watches them go. And you're like, I think you could take two of them, Buffy. I thought you were just fighting them. (laughs) Right. I thought it was going fairly well. It was going pretty well, I thought, yeah. Anya shows up at Xander's basement apartment. And I'm... This is a good scene. (laughs) Of how... Of course, this entire episode is just to make Dave go, yes, Anya. So she shows up talking about all of their relationship stuff. Xander goes to get her a cran apple from the fridge because he's a gentleman <laughs> and a good host. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah, Anya is concerned that she's not gotten over Xander. Mm-hmm. And she'd yeah. just like to get over him, if that's all right. right. So as he's turned around to get this cran apple, the dress drops. <laughs> Xander turns around and has an immediate man reaction. A what? Uh, you know, reaction that a man person might have in the, you know, the... Naked part. Shower. Victor. Victor had an erection? I prefer man reaction. Mm-hmm. And this is the fucking best. It's just so good. That <laughs> shot of him squeezing the juice box <laughs> is in the credits. Yeah, it's in the opening credits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I recognized it immediately, <laughs> and now that I know where it's from... Oh, it makes it's you so happy, perfect. yeah. Oh, it's such a good thing. Yeah. Go on, oh, yeah. Really, go on, yeah. really big fan of her. Well, because she doesn't have, like, you know, these sort of human hang-ups about, like, oh, I don't know if I should, you know, go after this thing I want, because what will people think of me? Because she's just like, no, I don't care. I'm, this is the thing I want to do, so I'm going to go do it. I like that her idea is, I will do this, and then we can just get over everything. Yeah, once... he'll be, like, out of her system. That's the yeah. idea. Yeah. Once this one happens once, then it'll never need to happen again. Yep, we can wash our hands of it, move on with our lives. No big deal. Uh, there's some talk about how she wants to get him behind her. Well, first, <laughs> in front of her. And For the yeah, act it's itself, just, of course. It's yeah. good <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, Buffy's calling Giles about the Gem of Amara. Giles he has is... been fencing, I think. Like, <laughs> he's walking his around right? <laughs> his apartment holding his fencing foil. And a towel, so <laughs> the fencing made him sweaty. <laughs> like V for Vendetta style fencing yeah. against an empty suit of armor. Sure. Yeah. Oh, it's it's just good times. And then Michaela freaks out because it's Giles' hand watch. Hand watch! Alright, I've got a picture in the Dropbox called Hand Watch. I think I got it. Yeah, yeah, I think you it did. It was hard. To like, because it was really quick that he went, because yep. he's holding the uh, the book with the hand, mm-hmm. and so it, it for the most part you couldn't really see, but then he moved sort of in front of the camera, and just for a second you could see it. Right. Yeah, that's a good shot. <laughs> he's got a yep, got a hand. I just feel like I've I've like proven to myself that I could <sighs> identify. The fact that his pinky finger is like slightly longer than it should be, and now I yep. can move on with my life. Yep. Because it doesn't affect me in any way. Yeah. No. no, but I just, I don't know. He is a master at hiding it. I have to oh, say yeah. that like it was very difficult to to get this shot. And like I've been looking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to be coming into our second segment soon. Good. But just to set that up, we've got this man reaction from Xander with the juice box. <laughs> oh, I really hate that you keep calling it that. It's so gross. <laughs> 
the fun scene of Harmony annoying the shit out of Spike and then he gets really angry at her and she gets really turned on and then she gets really turned on. I think this is when she's in bed with like the, what, blue lingerie? And she's going on about how Antonio Manderas would make a great vampire. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And like, then she acts like chains are just like, they're too far for her. Come on. Right? Especially when she starts getting Drusilla's name wrong and Spike (laughs) is very mad about that. Oh, he doesn't like that, yeah. (laughs) Say a name. Dorcas. And then Buffy, I mean, our favorite couple comes into it as Buffy starts kissing Spencer. She's got, like, a lot of rings on. They're all small, but there are a lot of them. She's also got, like, a bangle on her wrist. It's just, like, a lot happening, hand-wise. Yeah, so they're... Is this when they're still at the party? Yeah, briefly. They're so Because they're talking, and then he's, like, going on and on about how, like, life is just about what choices you make. <gasps> to which I respond, go fuck yourself, Parker. Puke with all your choice nonsense. As if you haven't just been saying things to manipulate her this entire time, you asshole. Anyways. Right. Anyway, <laughs> Buffy's going to have the sex. Oh, Get dear. you some Buffy. And-, <laughs> and, like, you know what? That's fine. Like, I have no problem with Buffy going and, like, doing whatever with whoever... As long as right. everyone's on board. Right? Uh, cool. And at least this one isn't shooting dust. <laughs> oh, it's so gross to hear it come out of someone else's mouth. I mean, I mean, she needs to think about, like, you know, protection against STDs. Because this guy probably mm. has every single one. Uh, yeah. And also pregnancy is a issue. So, But we come into our second segment. A little segment that I like to call unbearable pairs you leave your clothes out you put your feet on my chair oh yeah you do such anal things like ironing your underwear (laughs) you make that very small apartment we share a hell so do you that's why i'm in hell too it sucks to be me no it sucks to be me it sucks to be me it sucks to be me is there anybody here it doesn't suck to did you feel like three was too many pairs to be the same thing, have the same thing happening? No, I actually quite liked it. Okay. It does, it splits up the episode a lot, which I think is why it comes out, you come out of it just thinking like, oh, not much happened. Because mm-hmm. really, not much does happen. But <laughs> I'll say that all three pairings are bad in some way. Yeah. And astonishingly it's actually Buffy and Herbert who I would say are the worst pair for the show (laughs) I'm not astonished by that at all it seems like oh you know Harmony and Spike have such a obviously gross relationship that is as you say toxic for both of them but (laughs) then you know that Spencer is just such a jag and yeah I mean we're gonna learn that he does this thing basically serially right like yeah he does this for a week leading up to having sex and then doesn't call back makes excuses to not hang out and goes after a different girl that is suspiciously blonde and of the same basic archetype and i mean are they probably mostly freshmen? i wouldn't be surprised And and he's older He's using all the same garbage nonsense on them. And if it doesn't work, he just moves on to another one. Like, yep. like this, it, they make it very clear that, like, this is what he does. Oh, yeah. And, like, the reason I think that you can make the argument that this is worse than the Spike Harmony thing is because at least in that situation, both of them know all the information. Mm, right? That's fair. Like, Spike is not pretending that he likes Harmony, right? No, he's, far and, from it. And she's not pretending that she's there for any reason other than she wants Spike to give her things. Yep. So, like, they're both being very upfront about this. <laughs> Anya is upfront and then isn't, oddly. Yeah, she's wrong about mm-hmm. what she wanted right. and what she thought she knew. But, but that's okay, least, that's a journey of self-discovery. And, and, like, she has still, like, come to Xander, said... Xander, I want a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, or let's just do this and I'll get you out of my system. And like, then we'll just move on with our lives. Like they're, they're coming at it. Like she's giving him all the information that she has, whether or not she's right about what the outcome of that is going to be. But yeah, no, like, like Parker's intentionally misleading Buffy. I like that just before they board the train, Xander's <laughs> talking about how this is still more romantic than Faith. Yeah. <laughs> 
Can we call Good it the Bone Town Express? Oh, oh yes, we can. <laughs> I did not expect you to come up with that. <laughs> I thought you hated it when I called it the train to Bone Town. So I hated when you called it the train. And then I'm like, where does the train go? Like, I, you know, I had this in my head. I'm like, oh, Bone Town. I'm like, it's probably an express train. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely the express. <laughs> but yes, we see that uh brendan's gone when buffy wakes up oh he was just out for coffee but then he's like oh hey if you could clear out of here right sharpish that'd be great my mom's coming over but i'll call you like by tomorrow the mom thing sounds so fake it's obviously fake as if it wasn't bad enough for buffy this is now the second time that she has (laughs) had sex with someone for the first time woken up alone in red sheets like, like not even just woken up alone. The sheets are the same color, okay? Like, was that really necessary? It's something called symbolism and metaphor, Michaela. Do you notice how both times she slept with a guy, he's turned out to be a monster the next oh, day? Oh, God. And, and you're kind of like, wait, didn't we do this exact thing? <laughs> Haven't we had this exact conversation 12 million times? Oh, maybe. Who's to say? It's interesting that, I mean, obviously we're going to have this reaction to this because apparently Sarah Michelle Gellar did not think Buffy would sleep with Parker. Mm. She thought it was too soon after Angel had left and she just didn't think it was like in Buffy's character. And when she like, I mean, she went to Joss with this because she didn't agree with it. And he was just like, you go to college, you do stupid things. That's (laughs) life. (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of weird, though, that then... Later in the episode, she's like, hey, we should do something for Angel. And you're like, but wait, what? Yeah. I, thought, I mean, Parker, mm, sure, whatever. Well, but I mean, that's that thing that they're going to do for Angel is like so specific to Angel <laughs> that like, you really, like, it's not like you can just give that fucking ring to anyone. <laughs> no. We get a nice Anya and Xander morning after. <laughs> Anya's like, well, that's it. We're done now. We've had sex. Doesn't <laughs> need to over, be anything man. more. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm over you now. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah. His face of confusion is good. Oh, yes. and you're like poor guy. Like <laughs> right. He he just he's sort of been kind of dragged along by this whole thing, <laughs> and he doesn't really know what he's doing. Uh, now. Buffy goes back to her room, mm-hmm. and this is where I will direct you to the Ooh. picture called Chocolate Poster. Yes. <laughs> because this is the picture that Buffy and Willow have on the back of their door now that Willow lives in the same dorm as Buffy. Right. And, like, this to me is one of those posters that, yeah. like, a lot of people had or, like, that they sell at the poster sessions. <laughs> It seems to have a legend at the bottom describing the different kinds of chocolate that are pictured therein. that is correct. That just seems so unnecessary. It really is, yeah. (laughs) Because one of the things is just an ice cream cone. Yep, no, it's 100% unnecessary. You don't need a legend for an ice cream cone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I was happy to see it so quickly because I I think I was talking about it in the first episode when they had the the Klimts. Mm, Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Another one of those posters. I'll give you that one. Also in Buffy's room Mm. is Giles. Oh, oops. (laughs) I mean, she was just like going to take that shirt off. (laughs) That was her plan. I mean, Buffy's all like flustered and embarrassed, partly because she was about to take the shirt off, but partly because she was not in her dorm room for the night. And like, oh, I was up studying all night. It's fine. In the library. Oh my God. The the look Giles gives her when she says that. He's okay. like, you know I used to be called Ripper, right? <laughs> but Buffy, what do you have to be embarrassed about? Yeah. Do you remember that Giles slept with your mom twice <laughs> on the hood of a police car? Or like, like when you went to you Giles? You have ammunition. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you went to Giles <laughs> and the pantless lady, Olivia. <laughs> Olivia was there. Like, yeah. You really have nothing to be ashamed of here, Buffy. No! And like, no, she doesn't need to make like, excuses. You know, and Giles has made it very clear that, like, he, he's not going to judge her for choices that she makes. Oh, no. Like, he's on board. Just, it's, like, try to tell him good. if the guy that tortured him horribly is back in town, you know? Right, yeah. Like, 
be upfront with Giles and everything's a-okay. Anyway, so Jem, bad news. Gotta go look for it. Spike's probably on the right track. It was thought to be mythical, but no, it's actually in the Valley of Sun. Oh, Sunnydale, blah, blah, blah. Because it's some crazy, uh, like, vampire holy grail can't be killed while mm-hmm. you have the gem. Correct. So let's go find it. They don't manage to find it before Spike does, though. He, okay. Yep. Okay, this this outfit Harmony is wearing. So, mm, no, no, no. So she's like, she does like a really quick clothing change. So initially she's wearing these light blue pants and some sort of like crazy, shiny, purple corset top. Oh. And it's just like boobs for days, honestly. <laughs> like... <laughs> Harmony excels in that area. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. And then she, I think, has the same crazy, like, shiny blue pants on, but uh, switches to, like, a pink shiny shirt. <laughs> Everything is just so shiny, and it made me all so happy. There is a lot um, of, like, Harmony in lingerie or in very mm-hmm. corsety shirts this episode. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, it does not go unnoticed, certainly, because <laughs> it, it's very obvious. <laughs> yeah. It's all right up there. <laughs> but yeah, Spike does break into the vault, <laughs> demonstrating some excellent tunneling techniques and managing to put a perfectly circular hole in the bottom of this vault with a jackhammer. So go him. Uh, this is what Spike's here for. He doesn't find, like, he doesn't read things, but he can use manual labor tools. Sure. And I love the fact that we're calling them manual labor <laughs> tools. <laughs> Goes to show the kind of people we are. Listen. I started that phrase, and I was trapped in it. Trapped by it? I don't know. We're trying to get Jeff ready for the fight. I couldn't think of another word. Idiot. He meant we were fight-ting. It is hard to think of another word. It was too late, mm-hmm. so I just went with it. And now I can't There's really no going back out. on a podcast, that's for sure. <laughs> yep. So Spike breaks in, finds this necklace. He's like, oh, I can feel the power. Puts it on, and he's sit standing there harmony comes up to ruin his perfect moment and he's like just (laughs) fucking take anything you want just not this and she goes to put on a crown and all all the bullshit she can find in the place it's good times and then she talks about how he said that he would go to france and she's always wanted to go to france and uh he finally can't take it anymore he tries to stake her (laughs) which is a big deal Although, he's a vampire, so, again, no soul, you know. (laughs) But doesn't matter, because she found the gem. She's wearing it on her finger. She can't be killed. Yo, when he picked up the cross with, like, a cloth, and then just, like, is pushing it on her head. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. (laughs) But, yeah, he definitely tried to kill her, didn't work, and then just took the ring and was very rude to her. And this is the breaking point for Harmony now. Like, she whips it at him, and he just... Does this crazy Whoa, catch. Right? It's, Holy shit. It's, he makes it look I, so cool. I thought for sure it was gone. Like bounced nope. off somewhere into a dark corner of the room. He fucking but catches no. it. Or he, he so convincingly makes it look like he catches it. Yeah. That we both bought it. That's an oh, option. Yeah. I think that's far easier to film. Because <laughs> it didn't. I don't think it was intentional. Like if he did catch it, I think he just got lucky. But oh no, Buffy is wandering around trying to find the ring and like hasn't heard from Parker yet. And okay, did you find the music for this this portion of the episode to be very jarring? No. I... Is it lucky? No, that's like, that's the boning music. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good times. I, there are too many songs in this episode for me to be able to, like without going to listen to all of them, to like pin down which one it was. Sure. I don't know, I just, like, I found it to be very jarring, and it kind of took me out of the episode. But it's, yeah, she's, there's two things. She's, like, sad because Parker hasn't called, and then she's also going around campus seeing if anyone has seen Harmony to, like, try to figure out where her and Spike are hiding. Is it just me, or is having the song Lucky playing while people are burning down just a bit on the nose? Ah, maybe. Huh, all right. (laughs) Buffy does eventually stumble across Pelican. And brings us into our third segment of the evening. That's not even a name. <laughs> it's not. I had given up by this point. I see that. Anyway, I... the segment is Never Trust the Second Man. But Hans is not a stranger. Oh, yeah? What's his last name? 
of the Southern Isles. What's his favorite food? Sandwiches. Best friend's name? Probably John. Eye color. Dreamy. Foot size? Foot size doesn't matter. Have you had a meal with him yet? Much like any much maligned second man, you know, heroin meets some guy. Then another guy shows up, and he's much more charming than the first guy. Perhaps he has city ways, where the first guy only had country ways. (laughs) She's taken in by him immediately. I don't know what year it is. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, This is surprisingly common even today, honestly. Like, this is a seriously common trope. It came up in Frozen. Oh, yeah. You're right. I mean, technically, Anna met Hans first, I guess, but I don't know. Kristoff's introduced first, and, like, it still follows the same pattern that you have. But, yeah, don't trust the second man. No. He's always a bad guy. <laughs> That's true. Always evil. There, There is an argument to be made that, like, you know, Buffy was with Angel. Buffy and Angel have broken up. And, like, Buffy does sort of need a rebound. So, I mean, we can't go straight to Riley. Kind of does make sense. Oh, yeah. But, like, that doesn't mean it needs to be a rebound where, like, Buffy gets super hurt for no reason. Like, that's not really necessary. And Porkins is just like, I thought I was pretty clear about what we were doing. And like, no, you weren't at all. You were setting it up as a big relationship. And he's like, oh, uh, maybe you should run along to class, other girl who I don't want being around while Buffy's here. Mm, Yeah. She's fun. You'd like her, Buffy. This is the point where I wrote, oh yeah, Parker, things were super clear. Oh, and now Buffy's apologizing to you? Great. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. She is super crushed and stuff. And he's just like, oh, wasn't it just for fun, Buffy? Like, we're in college. College is just for fun. You're like, fuck Mm. you, you dick bag. (laughs) He is a bag of dicks. (laughs) I have some strong feelings about Parker. Don't know if you... You've made abundantly clear. (laughs) You've been very subtle, I mean. Uh, I I barely picked up on it over the last couple episodes. Of subtlety. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Did I set you up for this? Mildly. Mildly. Yeah. The entire way Parker's talking is just (laughs) so Owen-y and jaggish and awful. Uh, Yeah. You can call it jaggy, don't worry. Oh, I can't use the word jaggy. It's a a bad term. You can't call people jaggy. (laughs) Anyway, Buffy does not have time to brood for very long or be very sad. Because Spike shows up in the daytime to have a fight with Buffy. And, man, it's a really good thing no one else is around on this campus. They're, like, in the middle of somewhere. It's broad daylight. And, yeah, there's just question mark no one around for whatever Xander shows up at one point to get thrown into a wall by Spike. Ouch, yeah. For a lot of it, it's a one-sided beatdown. Like, Spike cannot be hurt. For most of this fight. And He's Buffy's just getting shit Buffy. And I wonder if it's just, I mean, if it, like, it's part of the thing where, yeah, Buffy is feeling pretty down. And then, like, Spike was, like, he witnessed part of the conversation she was having with Parker. And then mm. he's saying some pretty terrible things about it. <laughs> well, it's partly that. But he also ar- injures her good arm. Or her right. bad arm? Maybe it's her bad, bad arm. Bad arm, I, don't I know. guess. It's the one that got hurt before, and right. I was like, oh, My Sunday. Arm. <laughs> arm watch? Love it. Arm watch. Yeah. <laughs> I was noticing that. So, okay. Like, there are some times when they're fighting where it is clearly Buffy's <laughs> stunt double, but just because of, like, how the person moves and, like, the athleticism uh-huh. they display. Like, yeah. But, like, they never show that person's face. No, they're very good about the face. But with Spike, because he's in vamp face. There were times where I was like, that's a stunt double for sure. Very clearly not Marsters. He's much more heavy set than James Marsters is. He's a different person so clearly, yeah. He's got 50 pounds on James. And like, they they feel that they're like, okay to show him like from the front because of the vamp makeup. And you're like, guys. You are not okay. It's so clearly a different person, like... You're yeah. not fooling anyone. Yeah, it really doesn't work out well for them. It's a good I fight, I noticed though. that a lot. Oh, it's a yeah. very good fight. Yeah. And, yeah, Buffy gets shit kicked a lot. And then Spike is really bad at closing his fist for some reason. So yeah. Buffy manages to take the ring off of his finger. And you're <sighs> like, how? And before she does that, he has 
an ominous line, I want to say. Does he say that they'll both burn if she does this? No, he's just threatening her. Like, okay. Right, he's just trying to, like, stop her from taking the ring off. It does by not saying, work. Yeah, by saying that if she does it, the, it'll kill them both. And she's like, okay, yeah, sure, let's see. Yeah, we'll see who this kills first. Person who's out in the sunlight. It's a good good point that, like, Spike doesn't close his hand to prevent this. But, like, Buffy also lets go of his arm after she takes the ring off of his hand when yeah. she could have just held on to him and he'd die. Right? There's like, it's not hard. Questionable. questionable. Not, that, not that I'm advocating for Spike to die. Like, no one wants that. So then, yeah, next scene, we've got Buffy going to, or talking about the ring. They're like, oh, what should we do with it? Clearly destroy it. It's the holy grail for vampires. And then... Dave is pretty surprised because I remembered none of this episode, right? There's not much that happens. Right. But there's something major for the Angel series, I guess, in that they plan to give the ring to Angel. And I'm like, is that dude unkillable in the show? Would you like me to spoil the episode of Angel for you? Fuck yeah. This is like my memory of this. But broad strokes, I'm pretty sure, are right. Oz takes the ring over Mm -hmm. to Angel and... Spike follows Oz to L.A. Oh. Because he knows that they still have the ring or, like, figures out that Oz has it. And tries to get it from Angel with the help of, like, another vampire guy. And then, in the end, Angel ends up with the ring, but destroys it. Okay. Yeah. See, that's not how I thought it would go. I've got a couple questions, but I was pretty sure they were doing this so that they could have their main character go out in the sunlight and... You know, having an entire show set in the dark seems like a really difficult thing to do. But apparently they're just going to go with that? No, they're just going to go with that. And I don't remember if it's the kind of thing where Angel's like, this existing is like too much power. Because, like, you know, it's not that difficult to assume that a vampire could take it from him. Mm -hmm. And having an unkillable vampire who's smarter than Spike would be (laughs) a really big problem, right? Yeah, if they can keep their hand closed, then you're pretty fucked. Now, next question. That says that Oz is a crossover character? Yeah, there are a couple crossover people. Does so Willow or yeah, Xander? So Oz, Oz and Spike go in, they're on an episode of Angel. There okay. is an episode for sure that Willow is on. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't recall an episode that Xander is on. Anya? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Definitely not Buffy, right? Uh, no, no, she goes one time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, like, there is a surprising amount of crossover, mostly in the first season of Angel. Like, right. I mean, because that's what you want, right? Yeah. You're like, hey, Buffy fans, this Buffy character will be on Angel tonight. Don't you want to watch that? Yeah, watch the rest of this story happening. Please watch our clearly other it's show. Not done. Yeah. yeah, come watch this other show. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. Now, did you say that Spike's on one episode of Angel? I thought he was a more recurring character than that. I mean, he's going to come back and be in this season of Buffy. <laughs> That's right? true. So. Yeah. And then he's a title character from then on. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Anyway, I thought they were for sure just solving this thing and being like, oh yeah, Angel can go out in the sunlight now, but nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Whatever. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Buffy's real hung up on Parker still, and it's a real bad idea, but she's really broken up about it, and Willow is trying to comfort her, but it's very sad, and I hope that Buffy gets the chance to punch Parker in the face real soon. It is super sad, because Buffy really did this because she was taken in by Parker. Mm-hmm. right like she really was like oh in high school you know a boy would like me and then we would date each other yep that's what's that's going to happen works. right yep. they never like explicitly discussed that no which parker should have he, he knew she was gonna think that so oh, yeah he should have been like hey i just want this to be a casual thing if that was what he was looking for and then she can choose based on that information right sure so all his garbage about choices is... Seize the moment. So, yep. last episode, I don't know if you recalled, I may have said the words, Parker is a thousand times worse than Scott Hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see what, <laughs> you're, uh, see what you're coming from there. And I thought to myself, I feel like he doesn't believe me. I feel like he will get no. there, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Parker was around for less time than Scott Hope was, so... <laughs> I'm yeah. also happy about that. No, I'm glad they didn't drag this out. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. The final button on the episode is just 
all three spurned girls. You got yeah. Harmony, you've got Anya, and you've got Buffy all wandering around the same place on UC Sunnydale campus. Why is Anya there? Question mark. Well, that's because that's where she had come to find Xander. Oh, right, yeah. And then she had really bad timing, and he was trying to, like, help Buffy yeah. and warn her and, like, didn't have time for, to talk about his relationship with Anya at that oh. very moment. Yeah. And, like, he was pretty dismissive of her. Yeah. <sighs> I'm always sad when Xander's so mean towards Anya. Yeah. Like, come on, man. She's trying to do what she thinks is the right thing here. And you're just really not giving her any benefit of the doubt. But Well, Xander doesn't really get Anya either, right? No. He doesn't really get women in general, and especially <laughs> not Anya, I would say. Well, he also spent the prom with her, and <laughs> that does leave a mark. Yeah. Maybe he tried to be charitable, and it just, the charity was sapped out of him over the course of four long hours. That's, uh, that's true. But yeah, that's our episode. Michaela, did you like it? It's a fun time. I mean, in the end, it's actually quite a sad time. Yeah. But Spike is always good value. And mm -hmm. Vampire Harmony is so fun. <laughs> like, she gets away because she's a scamp and a half. <laughs> yep, definitely is. When, when she's crying about Spike and then she's like, He was my platinum baby and I loved him. found by all of the Scoobies that don't want to hear about this. They just yeah. want to know where the gem is. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. No, they really don't. And yeah, like, Harmony is she's sort of a strange mix of like, she's evil and like is killing people, so she's not good. Like, she's not, we can't really like, leave her around. But then at the same time, she just seems very non-threatening. Yeah. So like, it's not really high on their list to go and find and kill Vampire Harmony, you know? Well, you don't have to take our word for it, because we've got Taylor Kingston, our oh favorite god. IMDb reviewer. Oh my god. So Can excited. you guess, Michaela, what this oh, one is called? Fuck. The one with... Oh, there's so many options. What there are a lot. What direction has he taken? It One that I would not have guessed, okay. I would say. See, my my gut, or like if I was going to title this episode as, as per Teeks, I would probably want to call it like the one with... The gem of Amara. <gasps> oh, word for word! Word what? for fucking word! Oh my god! The one with the gem of Amara. How oh. was that? <laughs> mm, you are Teeks. Now who's Teeks, motherfucker? Oh my god. All right. I love this episode so much. We see the return of Spike just a few episodes before he is made a full cast member. We also see the return of Harmony. Awesome. <laughs> There's... A nice roller coaster that Teeks takes us on. I won't go through the entire review, but just the starting is really fun. Buffy and Willow are happily away at college, and then an old friend comes to say hello to Willow and Oz. Harmony. But wait, didn't she get bit at graduation? We assumed she died. But she's here. Is she still human, or is she a vampire now? Turns out, vampire. She's also dating a certain bleach blonde we knew from season two. Spike. It's just like... It's just like... It's here's staccato, you know? Like, right? it's got the, it's got rhythm. It's, it's good. It's very much like, here's a little surprise the episode has for us, and here's exactly what that is. <laughs> yeah. Like. It's good. Oh, yeah. It draws you in, leaves you wanting more. Uh, he, <laughs> he has given this review a 10 out of 10, which. Damn. Is generous. This is an 8 out of 10 episode. According mm. to IMDb, which I would, yeah, I think that's reasonable. But yeah, uh, top fashion outfit from the episode, Michaela, as if I don't know. I mean, oh, see, you say that, and that makes me wonder. Do you think I I'm going to go... I think there are two. Because that makes, I don't know, it sounds like you think I'm going to go coat. It's either coat or Darren, right? Like, I'm definitely going, no, I'm definitely going what? with that, like, super early 2000s harmony outfit. What? A, with like the long pink skirt. Oh, the side yeah. braid is amazing. It's so yeah. good. Oh, uh, and that shirt. The shirt's just crazy pants. I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> Who won this episode? I have a controversial idea to put forward. Who? Okay, let me let me let me have a little think. For sure. I'm gonna talk it out. So not Buffy, mm -hmm. that's obvious. Nope. Xander comes off pretty good. I was just gonna say Xander does pretty well. Bruised ribs, sure. Yeah, but. like, Spike has a bad time, Harmony has a bad time. Correct. 
Uh, Anya has a bad time. Giles yes. has a pretty medium time. Yeah. Willow, Willow gets bit. Yeah. Oz doesn't have much to do. He's basically like, that was a good set. Oh, I guess I'll take this ring to LA next time I'm up there. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think I've talked myself into Xander. All right. Well, I'm going to have to formally disagree with you. Uh, you will be receiving the papers in triplicate soon. Good. Signed and notarized. I am going to put forward Pelican. <laughs> Fuck. You know, right before you said it, I'm like, oh, now he's going to say Parker. That <laughs> yep. motherfucker. He oh. sleeps with a girl. Demonstrates a reprehensible lack of morality. Terrible judgment. And a astonishing inability to keep his dates, in large quotes, from seeing each other. W like, way before they should be anywhere near each other. And gets off scot-free. In fact, gets off with Buffy still being like, but maybe we should be together anyway. Which, classic abusive relationship. But on Parker's side, he's getting away scot-free, right? I really hate it. I really hate it a lot. But I think it's because I kind of agree. <laughs> yep. Yeah, sort of makes he me... is a karma Houdini. Yeah. Because I was just kind of thinking that, like, Parker is the Mr. Wickham of Buffy. Mm, yep. But, like, things go arguably worse for Mr. Wickham, I think, <laughs> after Mr. Darcy finds out. Anyways, some pride I mean, I've watched for you guys. Lizzie Bennet Diaries. <laughs> I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, there you go. It's fine. Yeah, no, because, yeah, Parker just continues on this same path and... Yeah, has Buffy apologizing to him mm -hmm. as the the culmination of this horrible thing he's done. Yep. Mm. Gross, mm. abusive, but winning this episode. Huh. Well, wow. next episode, we downer. don't have beer bad, right? <laughs> Woo! So that at least is looking up. Yeah, yeah. In the my next up section, all I wrote was I lied to Dave. Yep. <laughs> yeah, lied but to your face. But this is the kind of lie that I'm okay with. Because it's the face? one that turns out okay. Oh, I guess that's true. No, not to my face. That's not <laughs> what I meant. Oh, that's... Oh. Okay, well, the next episode is actually called Fear Itself. Ooh, as in the only thing we have to fear. Oh, wait, no, this this isn't the garbage... Wait, what? Because <laughs> there's an episode in a haunted house where they're all trapped in it. Uh-huh. But that's different from the one where Buffy and Riley are having sex? Correct. Okay, so Anya shows up in a bunny costume because she is afraid of bunnies. Uh they are all trapped in there and cannot get out. And yeah, people like occasionally keep showing up and they're like, "Please, let's try to leave," but they can't. And I don't remember how they get out or, shall I say, if they do. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we'll find out next time, I'm sure. Yeah. It'll be good times. Well, until then, our listeners can always reach out to us via email, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com, reddit, buffy.reddit.com, or reach out to us personally on Microsoft Teams, the business social network from Microsoft that's getting Skype for Business rolled into it, so we know it'll be a good product. <laughs> I'm on there, at Team Player. Michaela? I'm on there at the Iron Team. Ooh, very nice. Hashtag all of those paradigms with welcome to the Hellmouth so we know you came from the show. And until next time, farewell from the, the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no.